I'm Jim Cameron of Jim Cameron Consulting, broadcasting from the Fountainhead, the home of Synergy Billing in Holly Hill, and I'm your host for Volusia Matters, a program that delves into the latest in Volusia's governmental and political issues. Now, this show will include interviews with city and county as well as school board officials, members of our legislative and congressional delegations, and other members in the political community on a variety of topics. But everything will focus on matters that impact Volusia, directly or indirectly. And now for the news. Sea turtle nesting season began yesterday, May 1st, So turtles will be emerging from the surf to lay eggs on the beach in the next few months. Only about 1 in 1,000 to 10,000 hatchlings make it to maturity, which may take 10 to 25 years. Now, county staff wants to make the beaches a safe and inviting place for sea turtles and humans. They want, quote, beaches to be clean, dark, and flat, unquote. Therefore, visitors and residents are required to turn off lights when they're not in use, use blinds to block interior lights, and redirect lights away from the beach. This will help keep sea turtles out of danger for the season. Beach recovery will continue through the sea turtle nesting season. Construction projects are being coordinated by the county's Environmental Management and Coastal Divisions, Florida Department of Environmental Protection, and Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission. For questions about beach project permits, visit volusia.org slash beach cleanup. And nesting season runs till October 31st. And for more information, go to volusiaseaturtles.org. Next item. This is the last week of the legislative session in Tallahassee. In regards to the budget, House and Senate conferees have formally finalized a $116 billion budget. This document went to House and Senate members yesterday, thus meeting the 72-hour deadline allowing a final vote on the budget this Friday the scheduled date to adjourn. Now, look for a final legislative report in my newsletter coming out next week. Next item, Brightline at 130 miles per hour is the fastest train in the southeast currently serving Miami, Fort Lauderdale, Boca Raton, and West Palm Beach, and hopes to open and Orlando International Airport Station this July. 
Orlando Mayor Buddy Dyer wants to see Brightline's Orlando Station connect with Sunrail, which operates between DeBerry and Poinciana in Osceola County. Dyer said Orlando is applying for federal funding for that Brightline connection. Meanwhile, work on DeLand's $50 million Sunrail station has begun and should be complete by June 2024. It will be located on New York Avenue, just west of the downtown. Next item, the county's Environment, Natural Resources Advisory Committee, NRAC, meets Wednesday, 1 p.m. at the County Administration Building in DeLand. Representatives from East Central Florida Regional Planning Council and University of Florida will provide a presentation on their work on implementation of low-impact development. Next item. Over the next several months, Ormond Beach and FDOT will be enhancing pedestrian safety along A1A from Millsap Road to Granada Boulevard with eight new mid-block crosswalks and lighting and sidewalk upgrades. Next, Edgewater City Manager Glenn Irby stated that the city has acquired an 81-acre site to locate a future 70,000-square-foot city hall fire, and police station. I'll have to get their mayor, DeSalle DePew, on a future podcast to provide more details. Next, Volusia Sheriff's Office will host a fraud awareness workshop on Tuesday, May 16th, 10 a.m., 12 noon, at Daytona International Airport. Now, AARP's Fraud Watch Network and the Sheriff's Office will provide information to combat fraud and scams. No cost to attend and to register, see the County Sheriff's Office website online. Next, the Volusia Elected Officials Roundtable meets Monday, May 8, 9 to 11 a.m. at Daytona International Airport. The agenda will include legislative session update, followed by an Atlantic hurricane season forecast, as well as Hurricane Ian and Nicole recovery updates, followed by a sea turtle nesting season and permitting report. This is an informative meeting and I highly recommend it. Next, Volusia, Economic Quarterly Breakfast will be Friday, May 19th, 7.45 to 9 a.m. at Daytona International Airport. Go to volusia.org slash economic development to register online. And speaking of Volusia Economic Development, their director, Helga Van Eckert, will be leaving her position 
to become vice president of Florida operations of Vidya Herbs, which is located in Bunnell. And May 2nd will be her last day. She did a fine job in leading the quarterly economic breakfast meetings, as well as other duties, and she will be missed in Volusia County. We wish you the best. Yesterday, Governor DeSantis signed three bills to strengthen law and order in Florida. Also, Attorney General Ashley Moody joined the governor in Titusville and said that Florida would reject soft on crime policies seen in other states. The bills he signed had to do with capital sexual battery, House Bill 1297, harsher punishments for those trafficking fentanyl, House Bill 1359, and pretrial release and detention, House Bill 1627. DeSantis had these comments. Communities, and so right now, Florida's crime rate is at a 50 year low. Now that's good, I think, in and of itself, but I think it's all the more impressive when you consider in other jurisdictions around this country, in the last particularly three or four years, we've seen crime skyrocket. Uh, we've seen crime skyrocket in places such that people are causing people to flee these jurisdictions. And if you look at the people that have moved to Florida in the last few years, yeah, we have lower taxes. Yeah, many times we have better weather. Although even that, like some people move from Southern California to Florida, Southern California has the best weather around. And yet they're still moving. Um, yes, uh, COVID freedom and all that. But I'll tell you, one of the main things that people say when they come is they just want to be in a place that takes public safety seriously. Next, at their meeting tomorrow night, Daytona Beach City Commissioners are set to appoint and approve an employment agreement with Ben Gross as their new city attorney. Now, last week I mentioned that Bob Jagger retires June 15th, and Ben has been with the city attorney's office since 2000. We look forward to working with you, Ben. As for elections, Lake Helen Mayor Kelly Fresca has filed. Now that election will take place primary in August with general election in November later this year. Now for next year, new filed candidate for county chair, Don Burnett. And for more information about candidates, see my newsletter. And regarding that lingering $31 trillion national debt limit, a vote took place last week on House Republicans' budget plan. Now, House Speaker McCarthy won a close 218 to 217 vote. In other words, if just one other Republican voted no, the bill would have failed. Now, Congressman Michael Waltz and Corey Mills both voted yes.
Now, this is the House Republicans' opening offer, and this bill moves the raising the debt ceiling into 2024, cuts an estimated $4.5 trillion over 10 years by cutting congressional discretionary spending by 13% in one year. It would block new credits started last year for solar, wind, and clean energy, and able-bodied Medicaid recipients would have to work 80 hours a month, and food stamps recipients must work up until age 55. So, it appears that both sides might dig in even more. Republicans have agreed upon a starting point, but Democrats believe that House Speaker McCarthy doesn't have the necessary votes, and this is not going to be their final product. Now, President Biden is adamant in warning the debt ceiling raised without conditions. So, no change from either side in their long-term gain. And the Senate is expected to vote down this bill, so it's not clear what happens now. Next Tuesday, May the 9th, President Biden, House Speaker Kevin McCarthy, and Senate leaders Chuck Schumer and Mitch McConnell will meet at the White House to discuss how to resolve the debt limit crisis. Yesterday, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen warned that the U.S. could breach the debt ceiling limit by June 1st, earlier than expected if Congress doesn't act. Next item, at yesterday's county council meeting, Bobby King was appointed to be Transit Service Division Director. This division oversees Botran's administrative functions, including finance, accounting, planning, marketing, as well as other duties. Also, John Bailey was appointed to be Information Technology Division Director. This division provides IT services for the county council, county departments, as well as IT services to other county-related offices and agencies. Also, Kevin Captain was appointed to be Emergency Medical Services Division Director, where he will oversee an ambulance system that handles nearly 80,000 calls and more than 60,000 transports annually. Next, as for advisory board appointments, County Chair Jeff Brower appointed Ken Botts for the Halifax Area Advertising Authority. The HA Board advertises 
the Halifax Resort area to increase tourism and convention activities using bed taxes collected in the Halifax Advertising District. Also, Reggie Santilli and Stephanie Mason Teague were both appointed to the ECHO Advisory Board and the ECHO Board reviews grant applications and advises the County Council for funding environmental, cultural, historical, and, out, and outdoor recreational projects. And on a sad note, I regret to say that we lost two fine individuals in Volusia County this past week. First being Tim Riddle, Ocean Center Director. He did a fine job over there in running that facility. And next, Deborah Ann Jarnigan, Daytona Beach resident and wife to Zone 2 Daytona Beach City Commissioner Ken Strickland. They will both be missed. In closing, I'd like to say the views expressed on this podcast may or may not necessarily express the opinions of Jim Cameron Consulting. And for more news, check out my newsletter, which is emailed each month. And if you're not receiving it, call me at 566-2140. And if I miss your call and not return it in eight business hours, I'll pay you $1,000. Now, listen next week for my final seven-minute legislative recap broadcast where I'll focus on all bills passed during the recent session. And in closing, I'd like to congratulate Kurt and Charlene Greer on a fabulous Jeep Beach Week. I saw a lot of activity in the area, and it sounds like everyone attending had a lot of fun. Congratulations, guys. Great job. Now, this is Jim Cameron signing off, saying peace, love, and roll tide.